Welcome to the Sailing Doodles podcast. In this episode, we are talking what's the difference between power boats and sailboats and which one is better. Welcome to the Sailing Doodles podcast, where we talk to all sorts of people in the sailing and boating community. It's available wherever you get your audio podcasts and on YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash sailing doodles. Okay, um, well, so a lot of people, this has probably been one of the biggest questions asked so far uh, since I switched over to a powerboat, is, you know, which do I which do I prefer, which is better? And uh, now it's been, gosh, four or five months, you know, a lot of people were asking right at the beginning, I, just, I didn't know, you know, I hadn't been on the boat long enough to do it. Um, but I've been on the boat four or five months now, and so, you know, I thought I'd kind of give you my rundown on the pluses and minuses and uh which i'd prefer uh to cruise on and hopefully that'll help you guys make your own decision uh um if you want to go cruising sometime um you know power boat or sailboat which one uh there we go so um kind of get in I, we'll start off with like i think the biggest difference um between uh, a sailboat and uh, a motor yacht would be uh the cost right i mean uh not only just fuel but it, the, the purchase price generally speaking if you're going to be on okay if you want a motor yacht that's capable of crossing oceans there's not that many out there and they're pretty pricey i mean you're talking million dollars right for uh nordhaven that's like a used one right the new new they're like two or three million something like that or katie krogan or something like that you know you can find an older fleming and rehab it you know whatever you want to do but again those are all very expensive um and you know you can get into a pretty nice uh you know a mon you get a you can get a pretty nice monohull for a hundred thousand dollars right now catamarans you're looking at 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 uh you know a little bit more there you're not going to get into a cat i mean you can get into an early 90s cat but they're i don't really like the design of those um for you know the couple hundred thousand um but you know generally speaking if you're going like a four or five year old lagoon 450 or a fountain peugeot 47 or 42 or whatever i mean you're looking at you know half a million five hundred thousand dollars so they're pretty pricey but you can get a you know 45 foot monohull from like 2005 for you know hundred thousand dollars you know and it'll be a pretty seaworthy boat that'll take you around the world so there's also the, the cost price different now i mean this boat i'm in right now which i'll kind of get into a little bit more later is not a proper tra- trawler right this is a motor yacht uh and it can't cross oceans so for regional cruising um it's great but that's why i was able to get this at a reasonable price and it's a 1997 right a 60 foot trawler from 1997 is still going to be probably four or five hundred thousand dollars and i got this way you know way less than that um so so there's the purchase price um so that's something to consider and then of course uh fuel um so you know for general just cruising around like if you're in the virgin islands and you're going from island to island i mean you're you're never going to go more than four or five miles right so it's not i mean really your cost is not that much right uh you go four or five miles you're talking half an hour i mean you're going to burn you know seven eight gallons okay not a big deal um but when I came from the Virgin Islands over here to St. Martin, where I am now, that was nine, eight and a half, nine hours, and you know, 200 gallons of fuel to do that. Of course, the benefit was we did it in eight and a half, nine hours, or eight and a half hours, versus I was talking to um, other people that did that same trip. It took them 20 hours, right? 18, 20 hours. And so uh, there's a big difference there uh, on fuel, and, and then. So you got to take that in consideration. Now, a trawler, a proper, again, a, a tra- proper trawler um, will use a lot less fuel than this. You know, you can get like a Nordhaven that'll do, you know, 
uh, you know, three or four gallons an hour, something like that. You know, I mean, but you're not going fast. Like we, when I crossed from uh, over to St. Martin, we did 11 knots all the way here. Whereas, you know, on a trawler, a proper trawler, you're going to be doing more like six, seven, eight, maybe nine, um, you know, depending on, on your model there. So, uh, you know, fuel, it just really depends. You know, I mean, I'd say I probably budget spending about $1,000 a month on fuel. Um, and that's just for general cruising. Now, that one trip from the Virgin Islands to St. Martin, that cost 1000 bucks, right? Um, so, you know, but then there'll be months like I probably will barely use any fuel here at all. I mean, for the next month, I probably won't use much fuel at all. I mean, I'll be, maybe cruise around the island a little bit, but I'm only going to be doing maybe 20, 30 miles during the next month, right? And so I'm only going to use maybe $150, or maybe $200 in fuel in the next month, right? So um, it all averages out. If you're like if you're doing long haul stuff, you know, trawler is the way to go, um, or sailboat, obviously. Um, but and you know, and then you know, uh, there's that. Well, they'll get to, into more of the comfort and stuff in a little bit too. But I'm just talking about the money aspect of it right now and the cost. And <clears throat> and uh, so maintenance wise, uh, you know, there's definitely going to be. I mean, day to day maintenance. I mean, is not any different really. Um, the big one will be engines. Um, you know, you're going to have to overhaul your engines more often on a motor yacht just because you're using them more. Um, so that's something to consider. I mean, but if you buy it right, I mean, you know, uh, you know, most marine diesels, uh, you know, the big, uh, you know, you get a Caterpillar or a, or a big old Yanmar or something like that. I mean, you can you can get 5,000, 7,000 hours out of them, you know, um, and so that's a that's a lot of time, right? I mean, so if you buy a boat that's only got a couple thousand hours on couple thousand hours on the engine but it was well maintained you know you may not have or have to really do any i mean there's basic maintenance obviously but an overhaul you know um so it's really it it you know and but then you know on a sailboat you end up using your motor more than you think people are like oh i'm just gonna sail everywhere well if you're headed east if you're in the bahamas and you're headed east or you're in the caribbean and you're headed east you're gonna use the motor a lot uh because the wind's always out of the east right so once you if you're going to be going downwind, like if you're headed west through the Pacific or something like that, yeah, you won't use a whole lot of fuel because, well, you're going with the wind. Um, but if you're going to come down the Caribbean, you'll probably use um, the uh, the engine more than you think. So, uh, you know, for so just kind of rehash there. The purchase price, I feel, is going to be more on a motor yacht. And obviously, you're going to spend more on fuel on a motor yacht. Maintenance, I don't think there's a big difference, right? Um, so that's just personal. Because then, you know, you got to think, okay, well, your sails need to be replaced on the boat every 10 years, right? I mean, the rigging needs to be replaced every 10 years. Well, you're not, you don't have sails on a motor yacht. You don't have rigging on a motor yacht. I mean, there's other things you got to do. I mean, you probably have a generator and stuff like that. I think it, I think it all balances out maintenance wise. Um, so the next section I wanted to kind of touch on is comfort. Um, you know, a motor yacht uh, is just a lot more comfortable. Um, I gotta say. I mean, now you get a catamaran. Catamarans are a different story, but I, I you know, I, again, um, they're a different story. But they are pretty comfortable, and monohulls can be really comfortable too. My old boat, the CT56, I love that. It was a very comfortable boat. It really was. Um, but you just get more space in, in in a motor yacht, and it feels different. Um, like I've said it a bunch, is that this feels like a house that happens to be a boat, whereas a sailboat is a boat that happens to be a house. You know what I mean? So, like, I can be in here, and it feels like I'm in an apartment, right? If I want to, uh, you know, it, it, like, like I always say, 
you know, after three months on a boat, I'm kind of itching to maybe go somewhere on land and, uh, you know, get a hotel or uh, go home or whatever. After six months on a boat, I definitely need to get off that boat for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? I just got to I gotta go have some, you know, just I got to I gotta get off the boat for a little while, you know. But on this boat, I've been on it for, um, uh, gosh, I don't know, um, five months now, four months. And I, re- I mean, I did go home for a little while, but I wasn't really itching to go home. Um, I just went home to take care of a few things and see family. I went home for a week, right? Um, but uh, no, I mean, like I wasn't itching to get off the boat because it does feel like I'm in an apartment. If I just want to like pretend I'm not on the water someday and just sit on my couch in there and watch TV, great. I do that. I feel like I'm in an apartment, you know, so it's nice. It, it definitely is a little more luxurious here too. Um, cause, uh, you know, I do have a full size refrigerator, you know, I got an ice maker and you got all these things that, um, you know, you, you're not going to get on uh, any kind of sailboat really, unless you get really big, even then you're not going to get a full size refrigerator. You'll get a, a marine version. But, uh, you know, so it's just the comfort, you know, I mean, and uh, vacuum flush toilets and, you know, uh, I mean, you can get that on sailboats, but again, you got to get pretty high end before you're getting to that point, you know. Um, so it's just more luxury um, and at sea um, and, and it's also okay. So like, uh, you know, coming over here to St. Martin, it was uh, more comfortable because we did it in eight and a half hours and we did it. It was all during the daytime and we, you know, if you're in the Caribbean trying to get east, um, uh, you know, it, it uh, beating into the waves when you're sailing or, you know, either you got to motor straight into them and you're heeling over and all that all the time, or you got to, you know, tack and beat into it. And, uh, you know, on a motor yacht, you just go straight through it. And I mean, it's still, you know, you don't want to go out in big seas because you're going to get tossed around a bit, but this has stabilizers and all that. But the downside of the motor yacht is that when you are going downwind or something, man, there's nothing like putting that spinnaker up and just going downwind. And it is really comfortable going downwind and stable and all that. So you kind of miss all that. Um, so, um, you know, it, it uh, there's a lot to that and then so getting into the speed of travel like that there's a lot of variables um in the speed and all that uh basically uh depends on what kind of boat you get right i mean you in a monohull i mean depending on how big you get you're really looking at six to seven knots is your average you know that'd be making good speed right um you know you know you sure if you get up in there you get a swan or something right you know you 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 can get up there 10 knots whatever but for your average person buying like a 45 foot monohole like a genoa or a beneteau or something six and a half seven knots you're that's pretty good speed right um now uh a trawler is you know six seven eight nine knots maybe you know seven eight knots maybe a little bit more uh this motor yacht obviously it can get up there 18 knots but if i do that i got to pull a fuel farm behind me because you know you're burning so much fuel so i normally cruise around 10 11 knots uh, in this um so and you know you can you don't have to like you can just go straight to where you're going um you don't have to worry about you know wind angles and all that so it is nice but again like uh the other day we were sailing and we were going through uh the Drake Pass, St. Francis Drake Passage, basically, and uh, we were downwind. It was 15 knots of wind, and there was just dead flat seas because we were in in the lee of you know uh, of uh, St. John. And uh, man, I mean, I would it would have been beautiful to have a spinnaker up and sailing downwind. So I mean, I did kind of miss that. Whereas instead, you got these these loud engines going everywhere. Um, so I guess you know I probably should have put that in, in comfort. I didn't even think about that. Uh, um, you know, a sailboat definitely has it 
especially sailing downwind. You know, um, it, it uh, it's quiet, right? You just you're just hearing the waves and the wind, and it's great. Whereas uh, the motor yacht, I mean, you got these big, you know, engines running. Yeah, I mean these are the big, you know, Detroit Diesel 720 horsepowers. I mean, so they're pretty bit pretty loud. Um, you know, you get you get it, you know, uh, and the, the trawlers and stuff like that, like a proper trawler. I mean, they're still gonna be they're gonna have like a you know a 300 horsepower motor or something like that. So, I mean, they're still gonna be noisy, but not as loud as this. Whereas you get into sailboat, especially if you're just sailing. I mean, it's generally pretty quiet. Although they can be loud if you run an engine, um, but that's just the way it is. So I mean, sound wise, the sailboat has it, man, because you're doing that. You're doing that, but. Anyway, so, uh, and so, like I said, there's di different boats, too. I mean, like, so, a catamaran, right? I mean, uh, it definitely can be a little faster, depending on which kind you get, um, you know. But, you know, you, if you get, like, a 45-foot cat, you're looking at 7, 8 knots is a pretty good speed. You know, maybe 9, 10 occasionally. Um, or if you get, like, a, you know, Outremer or something, well, then, you know, you're doing 12, 15 knots. But, um, you know, you sacrifice a lot of comfort and, uh, like, a lot of a lot of people, I, I mean, Uchmeres. I mean, they're great boats, but I wouldn't want to live on one um, because, I mean, they sacrifice a lot of space inside and a lot of comfort for that extra speed. Um, and uh, because if you look in those, and the and the, like, even the the forty two, you know, whatever. I mean, the bed is just. I mean, the whole cabin is just the width of the bed, and there's very little storage for clothes and closet space and all that. Um, so, and that's an aft cabin, right? You put go you own a forward cabin on one of those, or even smaller. So. Um, um, you know, it's all about trade-offs there. Um, um, so, and it, you know, where you sail uh, makes a big difference too. Um, you know, like I, the the, the uh, crossing the Pacific has been calling my name again. Um, I've been really wanting to do that, and uh, I think uh, the only really way to do that would be in a sailboat, right? Because I mean, you're talking 2,700 miles. Sure, you can do it in a big old trawler. You, this. There's no way this boat could do it. Uh, you can do it in a big trawler. You might even have to get some fuel bladders. But, um, you know, it's just kind of nice. You're crossing an ocean like that. And, you know, especially, you know, like those Nordovans, they have a, they have a, their main engine and then they have like a little, you know, like a little smaller engine that'll get them at like four or five knots, right? Uh, so, you know, you're kind of depending on your you know your engines to keep working for 3000 miles you know uh so it, it that can be that's that's where the uh, a sailboat definitely has a plus you just, you got you got sails right and then if something happens you know whatever then you still have your motor um you know maybe you get you know your mast knocked down or something then you still got your motor you know what i mean um so uh you know it depends on where you sail you know down here in the caribbean i mean a motor yacht a motor yacht's fine i mean you know you, you, i mean because your longest leg that you're going to do down here if you start in florida go all the way through the bahamas and then go down to turks and caicos and dominican and puerto rico and all the way down here to the caribbean and south i mean your longest jump is going to be i mean it might be like 120 miles or something from uh, turks and caicos to uh uh dominican and then something like 90 miles from uh dominican to puerto rico uh i think that's going to be your biggest your longest leg um you know and so a motor yacht can do that no problem i mean this thing I think I figure this thing has a five or six hundred mile range if I kind of bring the speed back and all that. So um, that's great there. Uh, and then of course you know then you're motoring in there. It would take you a long way to get down there, but um, you know in a sailboat you're beating into it the entire way. Once you get here and you want to head back, then it's a different story. Or if you're going into the Pacific, um, you know all you always go downwind, um, head west, and so that's really nice. Like I said, it depends on where you're going. Um, so, and then range, um, you know, uh, I kind of touched on earlier, is a big difference. Um, 
you know, on a sailboat, basically you're unlimited range. Uh, you know, you I mean guys go around the world on sailboats, you know, um, without stopping. You got the Vendée Globe, right? I wouldn't do that, but I mean, there's people that do it. So, I mean, a range, a sailboat, if you're looking to go long distances and do it often, I mean, a sailboat's the way to go. If you're just doing short hauls and stuff like that, then, you know, think about motor yacht. Um, it really, you know, it really depends. And, you know, and so kind of bringing that up, you know, there's social aspects of it, too. I mean, like... Uh, you know, I've gone to the dark side. You know, I'm I'm on a powerboat instead of a sailboat. I'll probably eventually go back to a sailboat. But, you know, I mean, it, you know, some people. I think generally speaking, I mean, uh, I don't think there's any stigmas too much. Uh, you know, I mean, like I've got a group of friends here in St. Martin that are sailors, right? And there's a guy on a motor on a on a um, uh, motor sailor. You know, I mean, so it doesn't really matter which boat you're on. I think you're okay there. Um, and then you know, a lot of people. I think um, one thing I was kind of surprised about when I did get a motor yacht, I was maybe I was maybe expecting to lose some um, some viewers or maybe even patrons because they did not like uh, or they were just so committed to sailing um, that they wouldn't be okay with uh, watching a powerboat. But kind of uh, you know that the actually I, I was very surprised by how how much positivity there was from viewers and everything. They were all uh, you know a lot of people said that. They only watch the sailing channels because there very, aren't many trawler or motor yacht channels, um, and you know maybe they're more interested in doing the motor yacht thing. Um, and uh, but you know so they're just looking for the lifestyle and stuff like that. So and I, and a lot of, and a lot of the people said that because maybe they are getting older. They are you know they're retiring at age sixty five, and physically it's just easier to do a motor yacht. You know you don't have to be hoisting sails and heeled over and all that. Um, and so you know I, it you know I can see that where it, I mean it, it definitely is. I mean you just get on here, you start the engines, and you go. Um, whereas you know. Uh, on a sailboat, then you got to hoist sails. You're wrangling in sheets. You know you got to worry way more about the weather and the wind, and and so you know there's that. Um, overall, I mean, I don't know. I I I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like mixing it up a little. I, I like that I'm, I like being on a motor yacht right now, um, but I'll probably end up going to a catamaran uh, in the next year or two, um, just because uh, I would like to get back in the Pacific, and I don't think a motor yacht is Good. Again, it's where and how you're sailing. I don't think a motor yacht is good for the South Pacific. Uh, there are some really long stretches in the South Pacific where there's, you know, four or five hundred miles between islands or six hundred miles, you know, um, where that's much better territory. And you're sailing downwind, so that's much better territory for a sailboat. And a catamaran, it kind of has the best of both worlds as far as mixing sailing and motorboat right because you got two engines right so uh you know and generally you know you can motor sail with just one or none or you can just sail with just sail or if you really got to get somewhere you can motor i mean and generally if you get proper sized engines on there they're pretty fast under under power uh but then you can still sail downwind or whatever you got to do yeah they don't point into the wind as well as a monohull but you know a gentleman never sails upwind right i think that's a that's a book by is that is that a book by uh, somebody Zan, I can't remember his name. You should read that book, by the way. It's a gentleman, a, a gentleman's guide to pa- um, a gentleman's guide to passages south. If you're going to come down the Caribbean, it's a pretty cool thing that gives you the whole, whole thing how to do the thorny path. I would, I would definitely recommend it. Um, so, I mean, I, I think a cat is probably the way to go. Um, there's a lot of people I don't that are that are there's there's big I, there's people that are so devoted to their camp, right? It's like it's like left and right 
Republican, Democrat. I mean, you know, they're like everybody gets in these echo chambers where it's like, no, my way is the only way to think. And you know, I, I, I think there's times when a monohull would be better to cruise on. I think there's times when a cat would be better to cruise on. I think there's times when a powerboat would be better to cruise on. Um, so I just say. You know, go with what your gut tells you. Um, see if you can charter. I mean, if you, you know, a charter, get some friends together and go charter a uh, catamaran and go charter a monohull, go charter a powerboat. And, you know, I mean, it's easier said than done because that's not exactly cheap, but it's not too terrible. If you've got, like, you can charter a, a monohull for like $2,000 for a week, you know, 3000 maybe. Uh, so, like, you know, you get you and you and two, you you know, six people, and you're splitting two thousand dollars. I mean, that's that's way less than your average uh, uh, vacation or, or hotel, right? Um, and then you know, you get a catamaran. You can find deals on them for six or seven thousand um, dollars for a week, and then you know, you split that with uh, three other couples, and so you got eight people on there. So it's only fifteen hundred dollars uh, for the week. Which you know, if you're going on vacation anywhere, you're gonna, definitely going to spend that for a week on a hotel. Um, you know, so. Um, See what you like. Um, as for me, um, like I said, I'll probably end up going back to Catamaran at some point just because I would like to get back in the Pacific. I am really enjoying the motor yacht lifestyle right now. Um, it uh, It's very comfortable. It is so easy. Uh, I really, <laughs> it's so easy. It's not as romantic as sailing, that's for sure. And you do miss out on some of the, you know, cooler moments because, you know, I mean, sailing downwind with the spinnaker up and it's just perfect conditions is great. And that is such a great feeling. But that's like, depending on which way you're going, but that's like 10% of the time. The rest of the time, you're beating into the waves and wind, and, you know, it's it's just... So, uh, for me, I, right now, I'm on the motor yacht side of things, and, I mean, like, crossing the Pacific, I mean, hey, if anybody, you know, has got a great deal on an old Nordhaven or something like that, hey, may, maybe so, I don't know. But, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, it just depends. I mean, and like, like I say, I think Catamaran is going to be the best option for me um, coming forward uh, after this boat, I mean, I'm I'm going to be on this boat for at least another year, so I'm not, you know, I'm pretty happy with it right now. But you know, when I get back in the Pacific, I'll do that. So, I mean, I'd say just whatever you want to do, and uh, stay off the Facebook forum, face sailing forums too much. Those things, uh, I used to be a part of several of them, and I think there's only one I'm a part of now. Um, it's uh, all things sailing or something like that. But you know, the uh, the sailors and cruisers I meet in person out here are awesome people. Give your shirt off their back. They're super friendly. They'll help you with anything you need. Awesome people. Uh, the people in the Facebook forums about the sailing things, man, they are some of the biggest trolls. I mean, they're just, if you do something differently than they do, they basically call you a moron and, you know, it's just whatever. So, you know, you, they're good resources for information, but don't don't take too much stock into them. Get out there and do it yourself. So, anyway, uh, I don't know if I've helped you at all uh, make your decision if you want to do a powerboat or a sailboat, but I hope it does help. And, uh, you know, leave some comments uh, on the thing. We'll kind of, I, I generally do, uh, okay, so this is available on an audio format also. So, if you want to listen to this in your car, uh, whatever, um, it's where you ever get your podcasts and it's also available on YouTube. Um, so, yeah. You can listen around, and do whatever. But uh, so please click that subscribe button, follow whatever you whatever you want to do there. I appreciate it, and it's our patrons that make the channel possible. It's Patreon.com/slash/SailingDoodles. Um, I'll be doing another podcast very soon. Um, with my uh, so what I do is every month uh, I do an Ask Me Anything. Um, podcast for my patrons. I make a post on my Patreon and I ask 
to have them ask me questions and I answer every single one of them. Like last time I answered like 40 questions or something like that. So uh, if you have any more specific questions you like, go to become a patron and I will answer them in the next video uh, and the next podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one.